Well, hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nalawai. And this is A World of Hopes. All right, Amy. Well, we touched on this a bit uh, in our last episode, but now we are officially one week from Thanksgiving. (laughs) It's nearly here. Uh, I'm already beginning to salivate. So in honor of the wonderful feast that is uh, upcoming, I have a a question for you. What is a favorite Thanksgiving dish of yours? Like, what, what do you always have to have every year? That's a really hard question <laughs> to answer. <laughs> I just want it all. I want it all. Yeah. I mean, I guess the staples, um, that if they are present and available, you will 99.9% of the Thanksgivings find them on my plate. Right, right. I have a, a, a nice helping, uh, a mixture of both, uh, light and dark meat turkey, um, with an appropriate ratio of mashed potatoes. <laughs> What's an appropriate ratio? Like, are we talking like two um, scoops, like <laughs> a handful? I mean, I feel like, I feel like if you, and I know that this is not like food pyramid appropriate. <laughs> well, food, food pyramid doesn't count on Thanksgiving. Come on. No, it's just out the window. So I would honestly, I would say like a quarter of my plate is turkey. Okay. And a quarter of my plate is mashed potatoes. Okay. Right. But to save, instead of wasting half of my plate, I will usually do the mashed potatoes on the bottom and ah, then a little bit of gravy. Some layers and going then the on. turkey on top of the mashed okay. potatoes with That's more smart. gravy. That's smart. Conserve plate Lots space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then I will typically, I'm not the world's biggest stuffing fan typically oh see i love stuff i'm i love stuff i'm really picky i don't know okay i'll agree with that because last year (laughs) we uh we tried this like cornbread type stuffing and it was not very good Mm -hmm. to be honest and Mm. uh luckily like we had our traditional backup stuffing too (laughs) because you know so it, it all worked out but yeah i love stuffing in fact I, maybe I love it so much because I really only have it for Thanksgiving period. At Thanksgiving, so yeah, I, I, I get just that. emotionally like equate it with like the holiday, and so yeah, I just it's something I crave. Maybe that's how I feel. Like I feel that way. And this is going to sound horrible, but like stovetop stuffing, okay. like the cheesy like right, right. That makes me think of Thanksgiving. I don't know why, but and I know that's not the world's greatest stuffing. But there's only been I think maybe one or two occasions where I actually like went and got seconds on stuffing it's just never been my favorite thing okay all right i can i can respect that i will have like a spoonful or two of stuffing on my plate for sure same with like cranberries i'm not a huge fan usually of the cranberries um it depends on whether it's like the actual cranberries or if it's like that weird loaf (laughs) sauce thing that you dump out of the can just yeah (laughs) yeah it just sort of depends. Yeah, you're, you're never quite sure what that's made of. <laughs> yeah, what is it? What is it? It's like it's moving on its own. What's going on? But yeah. Yes. 
I have become a big fan of like the sweet potatoes or candy yams or um, I had a uh, one Thanksgiving, a friend made a, a butternut squash equivalent ah, of that and it was okay. so good. So I, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of that type of thing. So you'll usually always find that again, my plate tends to be very carb heavy. Well, I'm I'm with you on this with the sweet potatoes, man. I love sweet potatoes. Yeah. Like they're so good. Yes. Yes. There's a million things you can do with them, but yeah, having a, a nice uh, helping of sweet potatoes is mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very good. I will typically pass on the what is it the the funky green beans, the green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. My mom makes this every year. And every year I respectfully pass. I'm like, who likes this? Apparently she does, but yeah, it's like, no, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not a fan. fan. Not a fan. If there's like garlic green beans, Ooh, okay. I am all yes, over that. Yes. That yes. I will take like spoonfuls of. If there's like a salad or something, I'll usually take some Just to salad. make yourself feel a little bit better. But it's, but <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it makes me feel better. Right. I can't forget my favorite. Um, I'm a mac and cheese girl. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Ever since, you know, little uh, four-year-old Amy fell in love with the Kraft Blue Box, <laughs> which I don't know that that should count as legit mac and cheese, but, you know, that's what started it. So if there's a mac and cheese, I am all over that. Yeah, you can never go wrong with mac and cheese. That's that's for sure. Yeah, oh, that's good um and usually if there's like i'm trying to think of what other veggie dishes there are like you sometimes there's like corn like a creamed corn or some sort of corn something um i'll usually take some a little bit of yeah no nah, corn's usually a staple yeah depending on you know what kind of bread yeah, i was gonna say uh do you normally do like rolls or because we, we do typically like the king's wine rolls and and stuff yeah that's usually what we'll have yeah. as well and that stuff is like oh crack to me like yeah. it's just <laughs> they're just they're so they're, tiny they're so tiny <laughs> that i'll ju- have like just you know sweet <laughs> enough that it's just it's so good oh they're so good especially when they're warm right out of the oven amazing, amazing. yeah yep yep yeah. so those that's pretty standard and then um i don't know the last few years it's just kept it really simple so it hasn't, you know, I'll, if there's ham, uh, sometimes I'll have a little bit of ham. I know some people do like the honey baked ham thing. Yeah, we, we used to do that. We, we Never really for Thanksgiving, though. That was more of a Christmas thing. Well, growing up, my Hawaiian side of the family, Thanksgiving was always a very interesting meal because there were always your traditional Thanksgiving foods. But then there was also this little pocket of like not so traditional. Like the, <laughs> there was typically like there was always a pot of rice in the rice cooker because any any function there was always rice. Nice. Typically there was like a like a beef teriyaki option. Sometimes there would be uh, tri-tip because um, my grandparents really like tri-tip. Tri-tip for Thanksgiving. I can actually get behind that. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, no, I, I a thousand percent am with that as well. Yeah, there was always a weird mishmash of stuff. There was usually some sort of fun, like, jello fruit salad concoction thing. <laughs> yes. Dude, honestly, like, my, my mom still to this day makes, like, a jello fruit salad type thing. She does it, yeah, oh, really? every year. And yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it, it is good. It's it's definitely uh, nostalgic for me. Okay, you have to have her send me whatever recipe she uses. I don't know what she puts in it, but I would love to know. <laughs> All right, so get I'll, that I'll, recipe uh, for me. I'll, yeah, I'll get that okay. to you. All right, but yeah, I, I back in the day, I remember my grandpa used to make. He always had sushi. He would oh, prepare his own okay. sushi, and he always had that for family functions. Thanksgiving sushi, yeah, yeah, yeah usually I like, it. I like it. You know. There was typically poi and some sort of pork, whether it was like a salted shredded pork option or I don't know. There was always just the oddest mix of food at our at our family functions. Well, dude, honestly, it sounds pretty good to me. I think what I'm learning is I should have been coming to your house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> there you go. See, see. Because, uh, yeah, all that sounds amazing. It was always about the food. And then it was like we, we would have this huge meal, right? But then the whole day that we were hanging out, there was always like chips and dip. And, <laughs> right, right. You know, all these crazy hors derby type things. Like There was all this snacky stuff all day. So it's like it's food, 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 food. I just I remember we would eat Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving dinner and then I would like fall asleep somewhere <laughs> and take a nap for a while. Oh yeah. And dude. then wake up in time to to do round two and have <laughs> well speaking of round two, that that was like my childhood too, because we would have Thanksgiving at my house and then we would go mm-hmm. round two to my grandparents' house. And that's where mm-hmm. the big feast, because, you know, my grandma would just make food for everybody in the entire family. And <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was definitely a day full of uh, good eating and, uh, yeah, some belly aches along the way as well. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we talked about the food portion, but what about the dessert portion? So what would you say is your, I know that there's like always debate between Pumpkin pie, pecan pie, apple pie. Like, what is your pie of choice or your Thanksgiving dessert of choice if you had to pick something? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm definitely more traditional, I guess. I, my favorite has always been apple pie. And that really started when I was a kid, you know, because that was my grandma's favorite as well. So, of course, you know, because it was her favorite, that's typically what she put the most care into when she made it because you know she loved it so it was so (laughs) good uh yeah i just i just grew up and to this day like if you give me a good piece of apple pie i just love it mainly because all of those like wonderful memories like come flooding back in my mind you know just uh you know my grandma thanksgiving and she would you know of course make them for christmas and other special occasions as well so yeah apple at the top for me for sure how about you? What's, what's your number one choice? Yes. All of them? <laughs> I mean, whenever there was multiple pie options, I always took a little piece of everything. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to do it. I'll take the sampler, please. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm all for that. I don't know. I feel like it's not Thanksgiving until I've had at least a sliver of pumpkin pie that's like completely covered in whipped <laughs> topping. Nice. Because that has to happen. <laughs> I do really love uh, apple pie, like any sort of like Dutch apple pie oh, or yes. oh, yes. the classic apple pie. One year um, it was at a Thanksgiving and they had an apple cobbler that Ooh, was to die okay. for. I love that. Um, it was ridiculous good. 
Um, and I also a couple years ago had my first sweet potato pie and I did enjoy that. Confession. I've never had pecan pie. Ah, okay. Now see, this is funny because I, uh, as a kid didn't really like pecan pie, but that was my grandfather's favorite. And, you know, so later in life, after my grandmother passed away, like, uh, we started making the pecan pie for for him. I just started eating it too. And I actually liked it. <laughs> like later on, as I got older, like I just developed like a like for it. And I don't know if it's because uh, it was his favorite, you know, and it just kind of passed on that way. But uh, yeah, I I like it. it. It has a it has a fun like texture, you know. And for me, like I'm all about textures, and I think when you combine the pie with the pecans and everything, it just has a nice like feel to it when you bite it. And mm. yeah, I don't know. I, I like it. I, I'm not gonna say it's my favorite, but I think for the nostalgia, uh, yeah, I think that's why uh, why I enjoy it. I'll have to try some someday. Well, I think we've officially. Uh, Talked out now the food. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm salivating a little yeah. bit here. You yeah. got me thinking about apple and pecan pie. And <laughs> <laughs> still thinking about tri-tip oh, too. Man. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you could use some tri-tip and mac and cheese right about now. Oh, there you go. Stat. Well, I think you have a pretty fun story for us this week. It definitely ties into Thanksgiving. Uh, so without further ado, uh, why don't you share this week's story of hope with us? All right. Well, I stumbled upon this on the Good News Movement Instagram. It's all about uh, a story that that kind of made the rounds um, back in 2015. There was uh, a one a woman named Wanda Dench. Um, she's a grandmother, and uh, she thought that she was texting her grandson about uh, what was going to be happening for Thanksgiving. And so as she's sending this text message to who she thought was her grandson, turns out it was a young man named Jamal Hinton who received this text from grandma. And so he ends up asking for a picture. She sends her picture. (laughs) Very obviously not his grandma. And, uh, and he makes a joke about it and sends his picture back, but then jokes and says, Hey, can I still get a plate though? And, um, this woman did what I would hope any one would do. She said, of course, that's what grandmas do. So thus began, um, what has become a six year tradition for, uh, these folks, um, sharing Thanksgiving together. I actually went on uh, Jamal's Twitter to kind of look up his what he had posted on Twitter. And it was just one of those things like this, this kind of story, this happening. I just feel like it's something that should happen all the time. (laughs) Like, this is what Thanksgiving is all about. It's so wonderful, man. I, I love it. I love that it started out as just uh, you, because very easily, like he could have blew her off, right? Like my grandma. <laughs> but you know, they they were just like <laughs> having fun with each other, and the fact that yeah, she invited him to Thanksgiving and he accepted. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so amazing! The fact it's still a tradition six years later. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I just love. She's a. 
That's what grandmas do. <laughs> right? They feed everyone. That is what grandmas do, yeah. I've always wanted to, you know, be that kind of person. That like, <laughs> um, you, you need a place to go? Well, come come join us, you know? Like, that's that's what it should be all about. Well, it's very much the spirit of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that's just so awesome. And, and it just goes to show, open yourself up. Let yourself... Uh, have the possibility to experience these things like you just never know what's going to happen and in most cases you can make a new friend or in this case like a new thanksgiving tradition which uh it's just amazing yeah and that that they've managed to keep it going for all these years i think um sadly um i saw so the original picture that they shared you know shows uh wanda and her husband so jamal's honorary grandparents you know um i think i saw unfortunately somewhere that the grandpa had had died from covid which is really heartbreaking but to know that they are still getting together and sharing uh, a meal and great conversation together and that their friendship you know they were complete strangers (laughs) it was an accidental text and that that has grown into um, this annual tradition and and just sharing sharing a meal, sharing kindness like that that just gives me all the warm fuzzies and makes me all sorts of happy. So just had to share that with y'all. That is the perfect Thanksgiving story. Like if that's not what Thanksgiving is, I I, I don't know what it. I mean, that's just so wonderful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like you mentioned, you know, I, I would hope that. In that situation, like I would do the exact same, right? Like you invite people in, good food, good conversation. I mean, what more to life is there than that? Not much. That's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. (laughs) It's a little callback to the hokey pokey. I like it. I'm so glad you shared that story. I'm so, I, I feel like I'm better off for having seen that story now. It's such a great way to head into Thanksgiving. And yeah. I love it. Such such a good story. Yeah, yeah, it it typifies everything we talk about here. You just never know what'll happen. You know, you reach out to someone, even if it's in a playful (laughs) way, a playful (laughs) response to a text, right? The wrong text. Uh, You just never know, man, what uh, relationships could unfold from stuff like that. So it's really cool. Yeah, definitely put a smile on my face. Likewise. There you go. My story of hope. All right. Well, before we get out of here, as we like to do, Amy and I are each going to offer up a recommendation, something that we've been enjoying that pretty sure you'll enjoy as well. So, Amy, uh, what are you offering up for us this week? Well, my recommendation is uh, a show that I started watching recently. Um, It premiered, I guess, the end of September and uh, has been going throughout um, the fall on Fox. It's called The Big Leap. I'll admit that it caught my eye both because it's a show that um, it's basically about a reality series that gets put on that kind of brings together this very diverse group of individuals who literally are from so many different walks of life that are competing to be a part of um, this modern remake of Swan Lake. But (laughs) they're all people who love dance 
and um, despite their different backgrounds or whatever, end up on this reality show. And so as someone who loves shows like So You Think You Can Dance and things like that have always been actual reality shows that I enjoy watching, the nature of this show, uh, of course, caught my eye. Of course, Scott Foley being one of the lead characters also caught my eye, but that's a different story. <laughs> but the cast, the cast really is fun. Um, the each each episode, I I don't know, I, it's one of those things that like there's so many things about the show that I enjoy, but there was a storyline kind of plot summary synopsis that someone wrote on the IMDb page for the show. I, I have to read it because this is this is how I feel about this show. It says The Big Leap is a big hearted, rowdy dramedy about a group of diverse, down on their luck characters attempting to change their lives by participating in a potentially life ruining reality dance show <laughs> that builds to a live production of Swan Lake. What this group of underdogs lack in dance training, they make up for with their edge, wit, and desire to reimagine an iconic story to fit their own mold. The Big Leap is a modern tale about second chances, chasing your dreams, and taking back what's yours. Inspired by a UK reality format, The Big Leap is an innovative show within a show that takes viewers on a journey of self-acceptance, body positivity, and empowerment at any age. And that was by Brian Fabulous. That captures so much of what this show, that I love about the show. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, each character and all the different storylines and the the message that's behind them. um, I don't know, it just makes me happy to watch the show. And uh, the way that they do um, kind of show the the dark and twisty sides of reality TV. Like you see the way that, um, you know, editors, things get edited to look a certain way or the producers will go after a certain, um, you know, a certain angle and then like dig to make it worse. Like it's just, Oh yeah, it's, it's great. It's just an enjoyable show. And I don't know if, if you, I'm trying to think of what what it compares to. I can't think of anything, but you should definitely check it out. <laughs> it stands on its own. <laughs> like I said, it's the show within a show concept. And I really do feel that Scott Foley carries the role of, um, you know, he's, he, he's the evil producer, but then you see these <laughs> different sides to him. I just love, I love his, his character. Um, It's a lot of fun. But like I said, the whole show, there's so many different characters. They're so fun and I love it. And it makes me happy. So my recommendation, The Big Leap, it's on Mondays at 8pm on Fox TV. It's streaming full episodes on the Fox Now app, which you can get from the Apple Store or the Google Play um, app store as well. Um, You can watch that for free. And which is what I usually end up doing because I usually don't get home at, in time to watch it on Mondays at 8 p.m. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, The Big Leap, that's my recommendation. Check it All out. All right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it sounds like a fun one. How about you? What's your recommendation for us? Well, I have a, a movie that is new to Disney Plus that I just caught. Uh, it was out in theaters during the summer. 
Uh, I did not catch it in the theaters because at that time I was still not comfortable going to a theater. (laughs) (laughs) But I just recently watched The Jungle Cruise on Disney+. Plus. Okay. How was it? I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I know it got some flack saying that it was a derivative of Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, particularly the first film. And there's definitely a lot of that there. I, I will say it is a little derivative, but I enjoyed it because I enjoyed the first Pirates as well. If you liked the first Pirates, you'll like this. I mean, you can tell like Disney's trying to create like their new Pirates franchise with the Jungle mm-hmm. Cruise. Mm-hmm. But I'm OK with that. Like it, it, it's just a, it's fun. It's it's a great popcorn movie, and frankly, like the charisma between The Rock and Emily Blunt is just off the charts. Like they are hmm. just so good in the lead roles uh, that you just can't help but really like the two of them. <laughs> hmm. You know, and, and well, honestly, let's be real. Like The Rock just exudes charisma anyway. <laughs> like that's yeah. just The Rock. Yeah. So he's like perfect in his role, and. Yeah, there's just, it's a lot of fun comedy. They they were able to work in a lot of the Jungle Cruise jokes, <laughs> which... Which they had to, yeah. They, well, of course, you had to. Yeah. Uh, but the, the way they did it, it was just fun. It was entertaining. And it, if you're a fan of the attraction, of course, there's a lot there to love. But even if you've never been on the attraction, at its heart, it's still an adventure movie. Like, you're going to have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Is it is it like the best movie they've ever made? No, probably not. But it's it's a lot of fun. If you just go in with the idea that you're just going to have a good time, it's just kind of a fun popcorn movie, adventure movie, you're going to dig it. Now, Amy, have you watched it yet? I haven't watched that one yet. I was tempted. Uh, there was there were actually several occasions <laughs> this weekend where I was like, oh, maybe I'll... No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I didn't have enough time and I, did, I wanted to watch it all in one. Well, time it, time is a factor. It definitely is on the longer side. It's over two hours. So oh. you definitely want to set some time aside for it, for sure. Well, that's good to know. I, I definitely will have to make some time to watch it, though, because now now that I know. And, and that was um, the last time that I was able to visit Disneyland. Uh, we got to ride the Jungle Cruise and there had been part of the... Um, the last refurbishment and updates that they did, uh, they added yeah. in stuff that was supposedly from the movie. So that'll that'll be fun to see the movie and where it all came from. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to unpack in the film, and you, you can tell like Disney was definitely trying to create a new franchise. Time will tell whether uh, it turns into one or not, but th- there's a lot of fun to be had there. Mm. And like I said, uh, if you're a fan of the Jungle Cruise or like the Society of Explorers and Adventurers and things like that, uh, there's there's enough in this film I think you'll like, you know, and, and I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was two hours well spent. Perfect popcorn movie. So that is my recommendation. Jungle Cruise on Disney Plus. Uh, I feel it's definitely worth your time. So there you go. All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. And we would love to connect with you between episodes on our Instagram. You can find us at awohopes. Don't forget to tag us in stories of hope you find or share your own experiences of hope and positivity with us there as well. 
And with that, thanks for listening. Take care and we'll see you soon. Bye. All right. Well, uh, I know you have a pretty fun story for us this week. It definitely ties into Thanksgiving. Uh, so what's it? <laughs> so what say you? Uh, what say you?